0: Hello everyone, Ryan here. Just a quick intro before we get to the new Zombies Ate My Podcast episode. As you are aware, we did a giveaway for Shotgun Finish, a book by Greg Rode, a fantastic zombie book provided by Warren Publishing. We did a giveaway, and the winner is Jason A. Congratulations, Jason. We'll reach out with your prize shortly. I want to thank everybody who entered and everybody who shared the links and engaged with us on this giveaway we'll try to do more of these in the near future so stay tuned but without further delay here's the new episode of zamp enjoy i'm a zombie i've been bitten Ah! you're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds
1: everywhere is zombies
0: ate my podcast hello everyone and welcome to zombies ate my podcast i'm your host ryan murphy and joining me as always is the busy zombie lord lou page how's it going lou
1: i'm overwhelmed with
0: all these emails holy crap we are doing a listener feedback episode and what was originally the plan was like ah you know we got lucky last week with news there won't be anything crazy to talk about, and then one of the biggest stories hit uh, this past week that I thought our Discord was—I uh, almost said fake news. Like, there's no. <laughs> yeah, did Lou write this?
1: Um, no. When I when I saw the news, I was like, no, not real. And then I went to my my feed on my phone, and it was like all over every feed i have on my phone yeah. i was like oh uh, it's true holy it, crap
0: it's crazy and we're gonna talk about it in a little bit but i mean not to like you know lead you in then pull you back but we are going to be doing extra life this year and if you're uh, up for supporting uh, a great charity for children's miracle network hospitals around the world go to bit.ly extra life ryan donate 15 dollars and suggest a zombie film for us to watch. So, whatever you put in that donation comment, we will watch on the show and we will watch it pretty much as soon as you donate. So, if you donate today, next episode we will look to watch that movie and discuss it. it gets a little bit better, you can stack your donations and if you go to 50, $50 or above, we'll throw in an audio commentary which is a separate episode of zamp a bonus episode just for you and you get to pick not just for you for everyone on the feed but uh you get to uh pick the movie you want us to audio commentary and gotta say it's been a while since we've done an audio commentary lou
1: it's been a long time uh and i i think the last one was like a nightmare like it was a really bad movie that someone had picked for us
0: no uh, an audio commentary i think it was dead snow 2 or was gallow walkers the one we did
1: (laughs) no the last one we did was that weird one we had to watch off amazon prime it looked like it was shot with somebody's home movie camera and it was like a post-apocalyptic i will never forget it because i was watching it we were living with uh my roommate at the time we weren't in our house yet and my roommate walked by like three or four times and watched what we were watching and was listening to us talk and was like I don't know how you said it.
0: Well, you know uh yeah, you can have us watch movies like that. I don't remember that one. I must have blocked it out, but
1: uh I had to because it was the I I I vowed after that that we were going to screen whatever it was we were forced to watch and do audio commentary for. Well, here's the beauty of this since
0: it's for the kids. Uh, we probably won't do much. The only screening we're going to do is whether the movie is actually attainable. So rentable streamable. That's about it. That's kind of our bars. And really these days, it's very hard to find a movie that isn't available with those sort of caveats. But um, all the donations are a hundred percent tax deductible. I think if you donate above, it's different in, it's, it's different per country. Um, I'm playing for sick kids at a Toronto, so it is a Canadian charity, but everything runs through the children's miracle network hospital. So it's you, funny how you, it works, but you, I think,
1: sorry, go ahead. You are a better man than I, sir. I do not do these, cha- do not do these events anymore. I cannot, my, my psyche cannot handle marathoning for 12 hours or 24 anymore it doesn't work out for me
0: well and i think we talked about this last uh episode basically uh a couple years ago when i realized i was old probably around hitting the the 30 mark um and i'm joking of course that's that's not crazy old uh i'm i'm still kicking but to put yourself through 24 hours straight it's it's uh it's not good for anybody really. And to those that can do it, great. But for me, I kind of split it all up and and I do a bunch of streams. And I've actually tied additional streams to my milestones. Uh, My goal for the year is $1,000. I usually hit that, although I know these times are are a little bit different. But uh, each of my milestones is a new stream that I'm going to be adding over the course. And relevant to this show, the first milestone, which I figured should be pretty easy to hit, $250. Um, I'm already, I think I've got like $200 more to get there is a Halloween spooky stream. So pretty, pretty accurate to this show. I think there was one year I played Resident Evil
1: seven and it was tied to our extra life campaign. Yes. And I watched you play and gave you tips while you were, while you were playing.
0: So there's, there's likelihood that that game could pop back up on the stream. I've been thinking about looking at that Blair Witch game people have been talking about. Uh, it's, it was on Xbox game pass. So there's lots of fun to be had. We'll keep everyone up to date. We'll do shout outs on the show when you donate. Um, So please, if you can, bit.ly slash extra life. Ryan will be talking about it as we move forward in the next couple weeks and donations are accepted until the end of the year. So if you want to wait until uh, later on in the year, that's perfectly acceptable as well. But uh, we are looking forward to to doing some extra life fun over the next couple months. Now, Lou, as teased, big story. What do you got for me?
1: Walking Dead is coming to an end with one more season.
0: I felt like you wrote this. I was when when someone put it into Discord. I was like, okay, is Lou pulling an Iron Chain? Because the first thing, well, it's not the first thing. This is something that you've said for for years, and that this show isn't sustainable. It's got to end. Nothing, and I've said nothing lasts forever. Of course, like I've said that every time an actor has left the show, but. It's still surprising to see this, especially when the comic ended last year. The first words that came out of AMC were, we wish the Robert Kirkman the best. This is, this is great to see that the comic is, is getting a fulfilling ending, but this will not affect our plans for The Walking Dead.
1: And, and I said at that time, I said it was BS. Mm-hmm. They, want, they were afraid they were going to lose viewers if they didn't speak up. So they spoke up and they lied through their teeth. Yeah. I mean,
0: lying, look, as someone who's worked in communications, you never lie. You just,
1: you just talk around the truth, (laughs) Yeah. right?
0: So in this instance, like The Walking Dead will continue to go. Well, in the same story, they said they announced two new The Walking Dead shows um, alongside the cancellation of The Walking Dead Prime. So the idea that The Walking Dead will have stories to tell for years, completely true just not on the prime show, which is so,
1: so I'm going to say this right now and I'm going to be completely upfront with listeners and listeners can laugh at me all they want. The reason this show is coming to the end is there's too many people on the cast. Mm. Their, their budget for people's salaries is getting out of control. And the only way they can do it is to cut everybody. That's, that's why this show is coming to an end. It's getting too expensive to produce. Ah, uh, that, and they're still getting lawsuits left and right. Kirkman just lost a the lawsuit. They're still at. They're still fighting Frank Darabont, I think. And there's another thing. And the longer this show runs on, the more lawsuits this show makes. So if they cut this off, cut this off now, make spinoffs. They don't got to pay anybody any more money. It can be whoever they want, and it, 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 it contains the budget better that's all this was and one of these spinoffs is going to be an anthology series so it's not even going to be our regular heroes it's going to be like new episode every week with new cast every week
0: well they they have said the anthology series which is uh i think titled tales of the walking dead it's going to it could include it's going to include new and existing or existing characters so we could see so basically my when we're looking at the ending of the walking dead When they announced the conclusion of the Walking Dead comic, there was always one arc left that hadn't been explored in the show, which was the Commonwealth. Um, The final season of... So here's the content so far for the the Walking Dead Prime we have left. We have a season 10 finale in October. There are six more episodes of bonus content for season 10 coming in 2021. And then season 11 will be 24 episodes split over two years. So they're breaking bad in it, right? Um, Which is essentially two seasons, two shorter seasons when you think about it. So we've got 31 episodes of The Walking Dead Prime. Plenty of time for them to get around to finishing up the Commonwealth um, storyline. And over the course of, I think they said, concluding in 2022.
1: So. Two more years of shows. It's just they're not going to be nailing us with 18 episodes a season. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they're not gonna be bombarding us with overwhelm. and it gives them more time to tell Rick's story. Now they yeah. now they now they don't now they don't have to rush. They now, know there's an end date, so they know when they can weasel this stuff in.
0: So that's my next question. When it comes to the Rick movies, you've already got obviously Rick out. You've got um Michonne out. Michonne. Who's the guy? Heath. Heath is out in the ether. Um it, it's been talked about that he was picked up by by the um what do they call them? What do they What are they called? Now I just lost it. If we had watched yeah. the Walking Dead Beyond or whatever, we would I would remember what their names are. I want to say like the agency, but that's not right. It's the three circle people. Yeah. What are they called? Um, I they don't have a know. Name. CRM. Do they have a name? Yeah. I don't know what it stands for, but I know it's so. So where does the rock? Where they don't even talk about where the Rick Grimes movies fit in because we've been talking about the Rick Grimes movies are in i think they were going to start production but then obviously the coronavirus uh impacted that uh 2022 that's got to be enough for them to get one rick grime movie out not all three yeah so i i don't want to dive into spoiler territory but i think it's been a year it's been long enough do you are they going to end the walking dead the way the walking dead comic ends do we see that happening you know there are so many characters that are missing that are that are critical to the Commonwealth storyline. That's never stopped them before. But do they do they end it the way they do in the comics?
1: And, no, this in- show this show is beginning to stray from the comics, except to have comic content in it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh I think uh, they they dip into the comics when it's something cool that happens in the comics, and then they stray from the comics when it's something boring,
0: okay,
1: or something they want to change. I I have no ties. Change. I don't think that this show ends anywhere near the same as the comics.
0: Yeah, you think it's just they resolve the Commonwealth storyline the way they need to with the characters they have at their disposal. I I get that, yeah. and and like so that opens up another possibility of like does Rick. Does Rick exist in the movies and then continue to like we're now we're getting a little farther online but do does he continue to exist after the movies or do they kill him again? I feel like you can't kill him to bring him back to kill him again. that seems to
1: no I think cheesy. Rick is gonna, I think I think Rick is gonna set off into the sunset. I yeah. don't think I don't think they're gonna kill him. um I think if they killed him now after teasing three movies and dicking around with it, they either have to give him the most spectacular freaking death in TV history. Well they already did but that. They, he blew up a bridge while he was oh, on it no, 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 and survived, no, 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 no. right? Like he how do you top to, that? Like, he has to literally like save humanity from the zombies from Oh, I see. Yes. Or or and then he dies. Or he just goes off into the sunset as Sheriff Rick.
0: Yeah. Similar to similar to actually how the comics ended. It was like basically life continues, zombies continue to exist and and we survive the best way we can. Like I don't even think there's any Deaths. I never read the final issue. again like it's a running joke of this show that I have two volumes behind me that I haven't cracked. So uh I just I just know based on my knowledge of the show. But I mean, no new information on the movies, just that they're coming, they're working on them. Um
1: but, uh, and Daryl and Carol are getting a spinoff. Yeah. Uh, which I can tell you right now I'm not interested. Don't care.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like I mean,
1: uh, I'll watch it for this show and so that we can talk about it and mm-hmm. I hope it's good, but I have no hope in it being like, oh, I I, I I find that idea of them being on a show together less interesting than Fear the Walking Dead. I think Daryl is still I find it, one of
0: the most I interesting find, characters. I
1: find it less interesting than World Beyond. And you guys, if you're a listener, you know how much <laughs> I find World Beyond useless. I mean, I hope.
0: I hope that show pleasantly surprises you, but I'm not holding my breath because then I wouldn't
1: be able to podcast anymore. No, no, um, every every marketing that they've shown me makes me go, Oh yeah, you're not marketing this to me. You're marketing this to teenagers. And I don't think teenagers care. No, I don't think teenagers are watching the walking dead. I don't think they're like looking for a demographic. That's not there.
0: Look, they took zombies at a Fortnite for a reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause teenagers don't, uh, don't like the zombies. Yeah i i okay, here's the thing i like daryl more daryl great i think he needs to continue to exist as a character um i would almost be fine with him being like the narrator for the tales of the walking dead or or you get get rick back in to do to narrate he can do that from a booth in his closet that's fine um carol she, her character has is is giving me like uh, whiplash the way it changes for I go from love to hate, love to hate. And we're in that hate phase where she has doomed entire groups. She's acting on her own. Like I don't like this phase of the character Carol character. I'm I don't know if I want a spin off series but I think but but I think the moments between Daryl and Carol, in even in this last season, before she she went off on her murderous tirade i get why totally understand it but the daryl and carol stuff early on in season not or late in season 10 was was good i think i don't know i'm trying to remember but i i know i'm not a big fan of carol right now i like the actress i think she plays carol really well so maybe this spinoff puts them but what's the story is it just them surviving like it's so weird to say we're doing a daryl and carol spinoff like but what are they doing
1: (laughs) it's so hard to tell that's so hard to know whatever it is they're going to end up having to go off into the sunset at the end of the series and then we're going to get a show about that i mean that's all i hear and i go well they go off into the sunset i really don't care what they have to say i don't know but the the tales
0: of the walking dead sounds like exactly what i'm looking for which is please for the love of god leave the united states of america it will not hurt you know, you it will be was fine.
1: It was seriously the one thing that they announced. And I was like, ooh, mm. this might excite me again. If we're getting like, even if they just tell like two or three episode story arcs with new characters and yes. then those characters go away. And then next season they can bring that character back for like one episode or something and tell another story where that guy is like the guy at the bar that uh-huh. somebody strolls through. Like you can to- do that and not tell a continuous story. Just have characters interwoven and you see where things are going it was one of the few things i did like when they did the telltale walking dead games when uh they did it with the other guy as the main character for a while i didn't like where his 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 story arc went i thought it was dumb but i like the fact that for like two episodes two episodes of one of the seasons we got a, a baseball player guy that was trying to like rescue his niece and nephew and i was like this is cool. And then like, boom, that goes nowhere. And I was like, okay, all right. We dropped that guy like a hot potato and went someplace else. Cool. But I, like I can take a, I can take a TV show that does that to me.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they even suggest this in the article we're we're going to link to from IGN that they could adapt further walking dead content in the sense that the, you mentioned the telltale games. Those are, directly connected to the top to the walking dead comics glenn shows up in in that early in that series and other comic book characters do as well it'd be really interesting to see maybe clementine pop up and even connect bring back old characters bring back glenn recreate the first season of of telltale's walking dead a little bit bring glenn cool. back. glenn would be fantastic you could bring him back no problem i mean he, he's a little he's not as young as he used to be which compared to the first season you'd You could let it slide to bring back a beloved character like that.
1: Right. Or the other thing you could do is some characters that died off a long time ago,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, like, um, what's his name? The army guy that was with. Oh, uh, yes. He got his head bashed in with. Uh, oh yes, um, uh, what's
0: his name? Um, uh, my his name eludes me at the moment. Bitch nuts! What's his name?
1: Yeah, no, that that it's exactly what I was
0: thinking. Uh, Arm, I want to say Armstrong, but that's not right. Why am I blanking? He's one of our favorite characters. He was. I know, I know, I know. Bob's entire one. soundboard. This is this is embarrassing, folks. Um, ah, red hair. All right, <laughs>
1: just, uh, all right. Just I've Google it. Say, uh, I've
0: what's his name? Um. It's gonna kill me if I if I can't get this uh, Walking Dead. What was what would you even search? You know, um, just look at cast of Walking Dead. He'll show up. Eugene, Eugene's Eugene's friend. Eugene, what was his name? As soon as I see his name, I Abraham Ford.
1: Yeah, a- Abraham. Of course of course That's right. Is. I uh... um, they could even do a thing where there was plenty that happened to him before he met all of them. Yeah. They could totally bring him back, do like a two episode arc and tell one of his early stories, or they could bring in Jeffrey Dean Morgan and they could do a Negan early story before he became Negan.
0: Well, wasn't there rumors going around with Fear the Walking Dead that before Fear the Walking Dead did the time jump, um, Abraham and his crew could technically cross paths with with the Fear the Walking Dead crew? And then then that that
1: that. that, that got scoffed at, and so they quickly changed it and got rid of it.
0: Well, I think it was more like, like that could be the case. But I think um, the actor that played Abraham Ford was was doing some directing. So he was moonlighting because he was spotted down there, I
1: think. Yeah, he was. He did. He directed several episodes of fear.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, but, and, mean,
1: again, and again, I'm going to I'm going to be the first person to say this. I'm not a fan of prequel content. I, right. It's not my thing. But if it's an anthology series and we're going to get one or two episodes with a character that already is gone. That's cool to me. It's long I, I can't handle whole seasons of that stuff. I can handle an episode or two. That's interesting. But telling me a, a, that there's a new show that takes place before the old show and it's going to be a whole new. I'm like, oh, I don't care.
0: They need to bring back Dale. One of my favorite characters that died way too soon. Let's do Let's Bring. You remember Dale?
1: I remember Dale, Dale
0: face. Oh, man.
1: Well, that, that actor is so old now they couldn't bring him back.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. There's a lot. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, that was fun. I, I mean, this is, this had to happen eventually any show that runs longer than I'd say even these days, well, five seasons. It's like, you're again,
1: again, you're I think that this show coming to an end has more to do with the size of its cast. True. I mean, I mean, the biggest complaint with this show has been budget is cast, but, uh, uh, pay every time somebody comes up for renewal on their, their contract, it's like, ooh, are they going to kill them off, or are they going to get rid of them, or are they going to keep them? And it, it, from what I gather, those things always go up. You get paid more every year. You get paid more every couple of seasons. And if that stuff isn't happening, then that means – if that's happening all the time, that means every year this show gets exponentially more expensive. Mm-hmm. And if and if their numbers keep going down like they have, that's diminished returns on episode. So what do you do? Cancel them all, keep the few characters you like, and move on. That's what they're doing.
0: Yeah, I know, I, I I feel you, and uh, but to still go ten plus seasons with with that cast with a ballooning budget, I I I still think it should be extent. It's, it's a, mer- to a, certain it's a
1: extent. miracle on paper. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I mean, I I think. I was just having this conversation with my wife, Ashley, about um, I was wondering what shows are coming back in the fall. Obviously, everything's impacted by the pandemic. And one of our one of our favorite comedies that we were watching the last two years was uh, Single Parents. And it's just lovely ensemble cast of uh, single parents who take, you know, they're a group and, and they take care of they, they share taking care of their kids. They have like scheduled. It's, it's re- it was really funny. And I found out it was canceled. I'm like, well, what's the point? In starting to watch a show, and they all end with cliffhangers. And if they get canceled, it's like, well, I guess that's the ending. Like, that's literally the article I read. Like, and now the finale, which was a cliffhanger, is now serving as the series finale. And it's just like, why is no one upset about this? This, like, that's a problem. So the fact that they're saying we're ending it on our terms, we're giving more episodes to be able to tell a complete story, they could have just probably kept going if they really wanted to. But the fact that they've chosen to end it, I, I choose to look at it and be like, no, I'm going to get a complete story. Um, oh, complete enough. Like there are going to be endings, but there also will be like two or three people walking off into the sunset and then appearing in other series. But still, I I, I choose to be optimistic about this this story. As it, I was shocked, still, I'm, but
1: I'm, I'm just excited that it's happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're excited that the walking dead is ending i mean this is literally uh an example of uh close the door open two windows literally.
1: can i uh, can i officially applaud that I, <laughs> I like can i do a dance please
0: i mean you no longer work there right so you could uh you never saw this coming this is how they surprised you <laughs> they got you out of the writing writing hey
1: hey i'm the one that said like a year ago that they this show can't keep going they're gonna they say it's gonna go on forever but i give it two more seasons tops and that's what is they're going to give it two more seasons and it's not done
0: i believe at the time i said you'll be right eventually
1: <laughs> and here we are
0: <laughs> well uh let's let's move into the subject of the show which is our listener feedback we've got one two three four five six seven different listener feedbacks to go through and uh with,
1: multiple, with some of them with multiple questions and comments yeah. so. so
0: without further ado let's jump in with our first email this is from cole it's a bit of a long one so bear with us folks Hey guys, Cole, Boss Tuna from Discord. Again, just wanted to check in. Uh, I just finished episode 217 and I haven't heard Bob in a while and I'm getting worried. I hope he hasn't turned into a zombie. I miss him, but I really miss the soundboard. Um, anyway, and just to address that, it's funny. I did forward this email to Bob as soon as I got it, Cole, and uh, we got a response from Bob. He's doing <laughs> He's doing well. He's doing great. And uh, we are, we are in discussions and that's all I'll say. Well, maybe we'll get him back to guests at some point and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll reunite and, and maybe he'll bring a soundboard. Maybe I'm looking into uh, some sort of soundboard system. I don't know when I'm going to have time to do all the clipping. Cause like doing the soundboard, that was an art setting up the soundboard. That takes time. And I remember that was one of the things you and I talked to, to Bob about, about how much time it takes to actually prepare the soundboard you know what i might do is i might just reach out to bob and say like can you send me all of the abraham ford <laughs> get us started get our collection started but uh yeah. I, I miss the soundboard um we all and, miss the soundboard and uh the first thing i will make sure when when bob agrees to to pop back to guest on the show is to make sure he has has his soundboard working so we can uh we can we can look back at that um anyways i'm going to hit you guys with the trifecta today ooh this is old school we are going to resurrect dead decision, ask the busy zombie lord and top it off with another bad zombie joke. So buckle up. So all those folks who have been listening since episode 1, here's a here's a flashback for you guys. Um Oh, but first, this may be old news since as I am listening we are early on talking about the whispers. So this is unrelated to what I just said. Uh this kind of ties into my thoughts I wanted to share regarding spoilers. For me, I am 100% against any kind of spoilers whether it's movies or TV. Any kind of content, for that matter. I go into movies and shows, etc., without even reading a plot summary, and I feel doing that, you get so much more from the story. Trying that Into the Whispers, for example, when I was first introduced to them, I was right there with Eugene, thinking something crazy was happening, like the zombies were evolving, and it left me all twisted up after that episode. After learning what they really were, it was a great and satisfying surprise. Obviously, I've never read the comics. This also makes character deaths that much more powerful, for example. Anywho, I'm done with my rant. Uh, Lou, you and I are very different when it comes to spoilers because you're you're all about reading the Wikipedia description.
1: I'm not not even just about Wikipedia. I'm like like knowing everything that's going to happen before it happens, and I I enjoy it more. That's my way. That's my way of doing things. I hate surprises. So, or the the other thing, I, I I'm I should warn listeners in case you haven't figured it out from this show i am a pain in the ass to watch tv with (laughs) (laughs) um my wife dreads watching tv shows with me especially if there's any kind of like murder mystery or whodunit i usually figure out who the bad guy is five minutes into whatever it is we're watching and then i'm about 95 percent right (laughs) and so I can do that without knowing things. So I like to kind of go in knowing stuff and then I don't do that. And and so that's kind of my shtick is I, I, if I already know what's going to happen, then I don't spend the whole episode guessing and, 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 and ruining it for other people.
0: (laughs) I, I see. And I'm, I'm the opposite where, uh, actually I'm the opposite for most content except for the walking dead. The walking dead has been one of those things where, I the comics were so far ahead that I've often read ahead of seasons in between seasons not so much anymore because the show has kind of jumped away but um probably pre-whispers or just after the whispers were introduced I was I was pretty much knew all the major deaths from the comics um and obviously I I, I've read or I've been spoiled right through to the end as we alluded to earlier um but um Spoilers for me, it depends on the content. The Walking Dead now is one where I prefer to be to be left unknown. Um, I, I think to the, but then there are other aspects where it's just super annoying not to know. So back way back to season, I think it was six, the end of season six for The Walking Dead, the 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 notorious cliffhanger where Negan bashes someone's head, in and you don't know who it was. Um, there's actually an episode. Of Zamp, where I rec- I recorded myself watching Zamp or watching The Walking Dead: The Return, season seven, episode one, not knowing who it was. And every commercial break, I'd turn on my recorder and be like, "Man, it's still haven't shown, still haven't shown." And then when we finally find out who it was, I was like, "Oh my god!" And that moment right there was like agony. That whole episode was agony for multiple reasons. And I think that's also why I love the second episode so much, because it was it was such a a tone break from that first episode. But, you know, but then you look at The Last of Us Part 2, notoriously avoided spoilers like the plague. They had a bunch of leaks beforehand and I knew people didn't like the leaks or some people, you know, didn't like the context of the leaks. But I just stayed away as best I could. And I experienced that whole game spoiler free. Um, And
1: I read those leaks as soon as they happened and went. Okay, good. I don't need to buy this. Uh,
0: Yeah, and again, like we've talked about it before, but I feel like that. Like I, I looked at what the leaks were after that, and I was just thinking to myself, like, you know what? I feel so bad because it's one thing, Lou, to read the whole Wikipedia article displaying the whole plot, which I'm, I'm guessing you've done by now, or maybe you've completely written off. You haven't even gone that far. But
1: I haven't gone that far. I read enough that I went. All right, I'm not finding
0: out like little tidbits. That's one thing I, I don't enjoy about spoilers because i like depending on your definition of spoilers and this is why i've always been fine with the way Lou has approached it because most of the time he knows you learn everything about a piece of content before consuming it um finding out bits and pieces of spoilers like just key moments like let's look at example for season seven episode one who gets who gets negan It's Abraham and Glenn. It's like, okay, well, what's the context? What's the story? What's the lead up? What's the pacing? Like, that's where for me, when spoilers really ruin um, a show for for the way I enjoy content is that you're, you're kind of, you're burying the lead, right? Uh, You're, or is that, that's not right. You're, you're basically showing me the end without the journey. And the journey is sometimes the most important part um, for good or bad.
1: Sometimes you know, all I need to do is read about the journey and go, "Oh, I don't want to see how this ends because I don't care."
0: So, yeah. And again, like that I am I agree with you there cuz sometimes if the journey is shit, it's like you just want to Yeah, I think it was I can't think of a proper example, but I've watched TV shows where I'm like, "You know what? I don't really care how this whole thing ends." Um a, a really bad example it was uh Big Bang Theory. I I was watching it and I was just like, "I can't finish this." This is, this is either going to go forever? Or it's gonna end, but I don't care <laughs> what the ending is. So I just like I just cold turkey stopped watching, and it was like probably my I, favorite thing. I
1: I stopped, I I never. I've only watched a handful of episodes of that show. I can't watch that show because my mother, who is, is no longer with us, she used to call me all the time and tell me I was Leonard, and I was like, no, 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 I can't watch a show where you keep telling me I'm the main character. No, I'm not not interested.
0: My uh, my nana. <laughs> She I remember we were at her house and she was she's watched it and she's like, You nerds, you're just so funny and I'm like, Ooh.
1: Wow well. No 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 my, my mother compared me to Leonard and my mother in law compares me to uh uh the other one. Sheldon? Yeah, my yeah. mother in law thinks I'm Sheldon. I'm like, it's, Great. So I'm the two most obnoxious people on earth. Great. Thank I you. don't think there's a single like it's it's a car, it's a show a, a cartoonized
0: version of a characterized version of of nerds and uh but there's not a normal uh sorry I shouldn't say it that way there's not a well everyone's to the extreme there's no there's no average person in that show and it's just like it would it would all, I guess at that point it would be pretty weird to to produce an like it's a, it's a comedy show it's not the point there's just there isn't an average person in that yep. show everyone is a stereotype so um
1: so now can we can we get on to the mix? Big yes, thing now
0: show. that we've talked about uh, Big Bang Theory. All right, Lou, are you ready? I'd like to ask the busy zombie lord. Let's talk about timelines. Would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse during the Dark Ages in a big castle outfitted with swords, shields, bows and arrows, chain mail and the like? Think of the siege at the end of Game of Thrones or modern day with a bunker guns, but limited ammo and maybe a generator with some gas.
1: Oh, hell, give me the Dark Ages.
0: Yeah, I kind of think, like, when you...
1: Like, he's giving you... He's stacked the deck, you know? Well, not only that, but my my whole theory has always been that the guns and everything are not great. They're not. You're going to run out of bullets eventually. You're going to eventually have to stop throwing hand grenades over the side of the wall, blowing people up. Eventually, you know, eventually the gas runs out. If it's the Dark Ages and I got a sword, a shield, and a bow and arrow, and some armor, then I can, I can make it a while without having to worry about modern technology to keep me alive.
0: In in the context of this question, it very much seems like he's not, ta- he's talking about a castle in the dark ages, as opposed to a castle from the dark ages in 2020. Like y- you are, you are properly outfitted with, you know, castles, big castles would often, you know, encompass, uh, like g- gardens, uh, and, and and places for you to produce food right um there is the conundrum of uh with with larger castles like part of sieges were to to
1: hands down give me a sword a shield and some armor and i will kill some zombies well there you go even with my gimpy leg i have now (laughs) (laughs) well there you are you
0: you have gotten the wise sage advice from the busy zombie lord uh Ryan I'll put you in the role of this dead decision. You are the leader of a small group. Your village is no longer able to support the group and you need to relocate. Half the people are making the argument of finding a lake to make a home up north. In the summer you can grow vegetables and hunt and fish, but the winters are brutal. The zombies wouldn't be a problem since they'd freeze, but there'd be months and you'd have to, you'd have to survive in very difficult conditions. The other half wants to move south where there would be no winters and you have a year-round growing season but uh, there are more zombies to deal with. Ryan, you are the deciding vote and this is your dead decision. Okay. This is a tough one. It's funny that you gave this to me, probably thinking, um, well, we've established I'm Canadian. Uh, I live through winter every year, but that is with the, uh, assistance of heating, uh, coats and the like. Um, don't often stay in cold places for too long, right? Cause you're inside, you're heated. And then Lou, you, you experience winter every season as well. Yes. Um, but in a zombie apocalypse, gosh, like this is a tough one. Cause, um, I mean, obviously we are, all of our food comes from a grocery store for the most part. I think that if you were to go North, you, this is going to sound cheesy, but you'd probably find more, um, nicer people, you know, <laughs> you know, if you, if you stay in Canada and you kind of work your way around there. Yeah, the winters are brutal, but um, I feel like you could probably find enough folks that you could get along with and and uh, build a steady food supply so that you could uh, you could survive. Now, if we're talking Walking Dead rules, I, like where everyone's an asshole, I, I'd probably go south because the easiest way for an asshole to 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 cut you at the to cut you from behind, yeah, throw in winter zombies aren't what you're worried about in the walking dead universe it's the people so real world north walking dead world south that's that's kind of where i'm at
1: can i can i be honest with you yeah. i agree with you wholeheartedly sir i support your decision
0: well there you go we, uh, we're we're two for two now um and uh <laughs> this is his words not mine but lastly in honor of bob bad zombie joke incoming lou are you ready i am ready lou What is the safest place to be in a zombie apocalypse?
1: I don't know. The living room.
0: Uh Uh (laughs) I love you guys. Peace out. Uh, Thank you so much, Bostuna. That's a great email to kick off our listener feedback
1: segment. We've got more from him shortly, but next up Rowan emails us. Okay, I discovered you guys not that long ago, but holy crap, you guys are so cool and so so fun to listen to. Glad you think so. Uh I'm a freelance artist and zombie enthusiast, so uh like listening to your stuff is really cool while I draw and very inspirational. But yes, I love listening to you guys so much. <laughs> uh, uh, this guy uh, you're, you're winning me over here. Uh and I was wondering assuming you have haven't yet if you could look into the book series, the enemy by Charlie Higson. Uh, It's it's my favorite book series. And I think you guys would find it amazing. I have heard the name. I'm not familiar with this series. I will be looking for it on my next look through audible here. It's shortly. Uh, I lost my place. Uh, this is why I hate having to read these. Damn (laughs) you, Ryan. Sorry. Uh, It's a very good subject. Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, I think you guys would find it amazing. It's a very good subject, but of course, uh, you have to be open to kids opinions in the books as the series is based around kids surviving the zombie apocalypse. Uh, that is only adults. That is only adults, really. Uh, it's based on London, I believe. And it's, uh, a delicious read. I recommend it. And, uh, I probably think many others would love to hear you guys talk about it uh I don't know if I'm allowed to suggest these things, but yes here you go love you guys and thank you uh, nope awesome uh this is definitely going go to my list of things to look up when we're done here recording uh so I'm always looking for new cool books to listen to listen to or read uh most of my time i'm I'm an audiobook guy so uh that this is going on my wish uh, on my wish list for audible here in a minute.
0: Hmm, and it's a whole series, like like you said, and uh, it looks like it looks like there are four or five books. Oh yeah, sorry, the final and the final book, the end on November. F- so the the whole series is available. There are five books, and it's uh the so it's what was it the enemy. The dead, the fear, the sacrifice, the fall, and the hunted, the end. That's not five. That's six, isn't it? Anyway, um, yeah, we, we haven't done a lot of book sort of content. I mean, I, I don't have a lot of time. I w-
1: one of the reasons why, if you're a listener, one of the reasons why we don't cover books is even if you were to cover an audio book, both of us would have to sit through 14 to 24 hours of audio books on top of all of what we well, all the other stuff that we cover for the show. And there's only just so much time in a day books can be time consuming. And if a book is really boring, it's really hard to sit through uh, and try and cover all of that.
0: that. That being said, if, if there are book recommendations people have, we're more than happy to share them on the show. And we've actually, we've had publishers reach out. Uh, we've had, we've had books, we've had authors we, on the show. We
1: have, we have covered books in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, i like, way back when i read a couple of books and we covered that as well we did a cooking book episode
0: we had the author on she was fantastic so um One of my favorite episodes yeah yeah it was a really really fun episode it was i think it was i think that was the episode i watched zombie two. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was bad uh and 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 i think the author and i feel bad that i'm i'm skipping on her name but um uh, it was the Walking Dead cookbook, and I'm gonna look it up because those episodes of the Walking Dead are are, are very, or the Walking Dead um, zombies ate my podcast were are like you said some of my favorite. uh, Lauren Wilson was the guest, and she asked what movie we were gonna watch because Ryan goes to the movies was a was a weekly a weekly segment, and we told her, and she actually watched Zombie Two I think before we recorded, so
1: she's a yes huge. and. I- and damn you for beating me to actually pulling the book off the shelf behind me so that I could beat you to the name. Oh, you have the book. Oh, that's right. She sent us a, she sent,
0: she had one physical copy she was going to give us to review. And... The
1: art of getting through the zombie apocalypse. It is sitting on my shelf behind me as we speak.
0: Nice. Well, you were, yeah, you were the closest because I'm in Canada and it's ungodly expensive to ship things, but yeah, if you have book suggestions, send them in. We love to share them with our listeners. And I'm sure there are people who listen to the podcast that uh, I've actually been thinking Lou lately, like, a lot of my downtime is screen based, and during the day I'm on a phone uh, and working on a computer. And I've been thinking, you know what? I think I need to get back into like books because I used to read a lot, and I think I think Matt maybe like picking up some paperbacks as but not doing the ebook thing because I think that would that would defeat the purpose of why I would want to pick books back up. But I don't know. I think that's where I'm kind of at. Like maybe read like a half hour to an hour.
1: Before bed would be good for the old eyes. You know, they ain't getting any younger. I recommend a book. Um, I can't do digital books. Uh, holding my Kindle, it gets boring for me. I'd much rather have the textile page in front of me. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, i mean, sitting here in my office as we record. I've got five bookshelves in my room, and and they're all full. <laughs> so, uh, reading is reading is a regular thing, and books are a regular thing for me. So,
0: yeah. Oh, there you go. I, I, I know I need to get back into it. I just I think the last book I read was, it was an ebook. I, I read the Martian, which I loved um, more of those, like more shorter, not, not incredibly long books, not, not uh, chapters where you're describing the food on the table, but um, just, just something light and fluffy, you know? Uh, okay. Next email. Next email trucking right along. Simon sends us this email. Imagine. You're in the midst of a zombie apocalypse and we're holed up somewhere with your partners slash wise. Oh, just a, a, an alert here. This one's, um, this one's going to be interesting to answer. Uh, but it's, but it's totally, it's totally dead decision. Um, however, your beloved had been bitten. They were drifting in and out of consciousness and were unable to instruct you on how to take care of the situation. You're fair, you're faced with four options. One end them before they turn two, end them as soon as they turn. Three, just let them turn and leave them to be a zombie. Four, let them have a little nibble on your arm so you can turn with them and spend eternity
1: together as walkers. Which would you choose? Uh, okay. I am, I am very grateful that my wife does not listen to this show. <laughs> yeah, because all my, of these
0: answers are, are going to be <laughs> doghouse territory.
1: My answer is going to be dark. If you are listening to the show, you know that my, I have a newborn at home. I need my wife to be alive so that she can help keep feeding the baby. So I would make her wait until she turned, and then even then, I'd see if maybe she could continue to feed if I tied her up. And oh no, that's way too dark. <laughs> and then when, and then when that doesn't work anymore, then it would be to try to put it to an end. Simon, I did
0: not realize Lou would come up with option five—turn into the governor—but um, he did. So, I hey, this is all hypothetical, and I mean, we talked earlier about. Real world rules versus walking dead rules and I think for me um i would i always my my preferred stance on the walking dead and the way they sunset characters that have been bitten is end them as soon as they turn so when they when 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 they um succumb to the virus, you know that's when they stop being they cease being that person and they are they are dead uh I think that's where where I would probably I would pick option number 2 right um and I would uh I would also I would probably like if we're doing a a you know a, a zombie apocalypse will and testament I would put that in my will and testament it's like yeah you know just make sure that um y- option number 2 in terms of of how I go if I'm bitten um I don't want to I, I wouldn't want to bring the group down and I certainly wouldn't want to um cause issues with groups by by keeping someone um around like i would make sure it's in a comfortable and controlled uh environment right like i'm not pulling the whole like pull my sleeve down we're gonna we're gonna ride this one out (laughs) you know uh but uh i think i think one that comes to one that immediately comes to mind from the walking dead is like bob um bob's death you know tainted me that sort of thing so uh yeah that's uh, that's where that lands. Uh, actually, I, I miss I misnumbered these, Lou. So the next one we have is from Simon as well.
1: Yeah, it says hi, guys. Uh, still working my way through the podcast, and I just wanted to drop you guys a quick mail and say a job well done on your tribute to George Romero. Uh, the, the, the tribute episode. It was well done and very honest. I share the same views as you with his older movies that were gold, and he, and he's pretty much founder of all zombie cu- movie culture. We owe so much to him. Uh, such a shame he was so set in his ways and didn't evolve with the genre as it would have been amazing to see him do a modern take in his style. Who knows, though we might be uh we will get something like that from his son in the future uh keep up the awesome work and stay safe uh and i should say we have gotten something like that from his son um there was a book recently released uh in since since we did the last episode of this show um it's available on audiobook uh reviews are not kind to it though uh that's why i have not picked it up yet um it is a continue of the night of the living dead series um uh, told from a few different uh, perspectives, uh, and a lot of people are uh, bashing it because it apparently jumped right in with the Black Lives Matter stuff, like within the first chapter. And people are like, "Oh, Romero kept his things tongue in cheek and wasn't up in your face with it," and this book's in up in the face, up in your face with it. So a lot of people are kind of poo pooing it. So I might give it a, a shot. I haven't decided yet, uh, but. That is out there, and so it, the, the the Romero stuff is still continuing. Um, they still talk that one of one or two of his films are are still coming, as well. So
0: mm. yeah, And didn't he do? There was like some sort of there was a the long rumored script or something that he was working on. Uh, we I think we actually talked about it in the episode. Uh, the, 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 what,
1: there's a there's a movie that he did in the 80s that's being re released that he did for uh, a, a church group. And then uh, one of his scripts is still being floated around and there's a director assigned to it. Who's trying to get it made, but it, it's, it's, it, it's an iffy deal right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, we look forward to seeing what, uh, what inspired George A. Romero stuff comes in the, uh, in the future. We'll keep an eye on it and we'll report back and moving right along to our next email that comes from Guillermo. And he writes, I know you have it set as a patron goal, but how about another role play episode or at least finish the first game as a sort of tease for what would be in store if we meet the goal. So that what uh, he's referring to is we did a role playing episode for episode 50. I'll link to it in the show notes. And Alou and I actually talked about this question pre-show because we wanted to address it. And uh, our patron has been active for, I think at least six years.
1: Yeah. And, and we we recently reviewed it uh, after recording the last episode, and we're like, wow, a lot of these go- a lot of these goals d- don't really m- aren't things we can do anymore. Um, so we're going to reinvest some time in the next couple of months and change our patron go- Patreon goals. Uh, whether role playing becomes a a thing or not. It, it it that really depends on uh well we have to at this point it's just Ryan and I, so we'd have to get guests. So that 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 makes it tricky. Um being as we're like hundred and eighty episodes since that episode, uh I don't even remember where it left off or how it ended. And the stuff we used to have act to, to do that story, because uh they had a map in front of them and mm-hmm. Um, a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of that stuff has changed, so we'd have to do some research into how to do it now. Uh, From what I understand, Roll20 is not as easy to use for free anymore as it used to be.
0: Yeah yeah I, I think uh the likelihood of us I would never say never to doing another role playing episode no, I had a I never fun. say
1: never but but never say never but it's not in the cards right now,
0: yeah oh it's not, and it's not something that we can so a lot of the patreon stuff was was developed when uh as Lou said, it was the three of us and it was uh we were doing weekly shows at that time and we wanted to just we wanted to have more content for our Zamp listeners. I think when we eventually you know revamped the patreon. Um, you're not going to see changes to sort of the reason we set it up, which was to allow listeners to contribute funds that go directly back into the show. Zombies Ate My Podcast will always be free. However, we want to have unlocks and rewards that, um, are, are, uh, well, are, are, Positive for our listeners, but also are attainable by our by our hosts by uh, Lou and I. So it's a it's a balance, and um, I think there's a lot of fun stuff on that Patreon that we uh, would love to keep on there and would love to do on a regular basis. But I think um, the role playing stuff is probably one of those ones that will, as a regular set of content, will probably fall off the table. But I think we could do some specials and look at doing some. Um, uh, like actually our original role playing episode was for episode 50. It was our one year anniversary. It was a milestone. And I think looking at milestones, it might be fun to do, um, some more stuff for milestones. Yeah. I'll say. Cool. Cool. All right. So next,
1: next we have cool kid on discord asks us two questions. First, how long do you think the podcast is going to last? My answer immediately when he posted this on discord was forever.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, that is no exaggeration uh you know honestly the we, we 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 i know way back when we thought that we the show needed to continue at least until walking dead came to an end
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but we figured it would continue on after that and with amc continuing to make more walking dead content even after walking dead ends i mean there's plenty more for us to talk talk about uh there's new zombie stuff on the horizon all the time mm-hmm. um and there's other zombie stuff that we haven't, that we, we covered briefly when it first came out, but we haven't gone back to, like I, zombie, uh, It's come to an end. We could, at some point, if we had time to sit and watch all six seasons of that show, uh, we could probably come up with five or six seasons. Uh, we could probably do a whole episode dedicated to that show if we wanted to. Um, there's plenty of stuff for us to cover. Uh, I I wouldn't want the show to end until Ryan and I really are either so bored with the topic we can't but there's nothing for us to talk about anymore or the the, the well is dried up. And yeah. right now there's still plenty of content. There are tons. I have an entire book sitting right here next to me. And it is, it is a encyclopedia of zombie films. And nice. while I have seen about 75% of what's in this book, I know Ryan hasn't. So there is still plenty for us to cover.
0: Yeah. I think, forever is a is a really good answer because um when we started doing the show i think the walking dead was a weekly discussion and when lou and i sort of you know split the reins 50 50 it was like okay the walking dead is still something we want to discuss but the week to week is getting a little old let's let's split it up let's so i think the show will continue to go as long as there is modern and uh, there will always be historical content we can look at but for me i still need that carrot on the stick i need the future of the walking dead or sorry of the zombie genre and each month each week there's there's something to look look forward to um i i want to see more zombie video games i wish we could we could do more with those i think the last of us part 2 launched in a in a weird time fra- timing also the story decisions you know didn't necessarily line up with everybody um but i know when resident evil 8 comes out there will be uh, content to 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 listen to and to um for us to share on the show so i think yeah like as long as there's new stuff coming that's my biggest thing is like i need i need that carrot on the stick but i do really enjoy our looks back i mean return to living dead two and three that we've done recently was some of my favorite prep work that i've had to do for this for this I'm show. just
1: glad you enjoyed those. I was worried when we when we were gonna cover those that they were gonna be too bad for you. Well, I,
0: you know, I but that's and then we watched Yummy, and again, like that's where I'm talking about like new and old. Um I new think the yeah. As long as we have
1: that, as long as we have that, I think the show will continue to go on forever. Uh but cool kid has another question, and it is if we could change any aspect of any show or movie, what would it be? And that's easy for me. Uh I wouldn't have had Carl die on Walking Dead. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, and and, and if we're talking about somebody who doesn't. I, I mean, I, I don't think I. I don't think it is. This is a new subject. I really don't enjoy The Walking Dead much anymore. It's it's okay. It's 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 a it's a okay show, but I don't love it like I used to. And uh, killing Karloff was one of the deciding factors on me, like literally, like despising this show. Um, uh, I think they gave his character just enough arc to make him creative again and make him interesting again, only to kill him off and do so in such a self-serving way. Mm-hmm. It really didn't have anything to do with story. Uh, they just didn't want to have to negotiate and work around his college schedule, which to me, that's, that's stupid.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's bounced back. He's on another show. I think um, I saw him pop up in.
1: yeah, a he's million on million um, little things. On- He's done a million little things.
0: Yeah. My my wife watches the show and I've, I've, I have I've gave up on that show after the first. <laughs> she hates it when I pop in. It's one of those shows where I'm like, and who's this guy? And what's he doing? And who's he with? And what's their relationship? Like I'll ask a bunch of questions. And she's like, oh my God, if you're interested in the characters, just watch it. It's like, no, no, no. I like the, I like the, the beats, but I don't like the stuff in between. You know?
1: I, I watched that show for one reason and one reason only. I, I, I love James Roday. Uh, Which or, one's or, that again? He's the guy from Psych.
0: Oh, oh, oh! He's the one who had who cancer. Cancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him too. He's really he, funny he, in the show. The
1: only reason I watched that show, and then they started making his character like not funny anymore, and I went, "Oh, okay. Now I'm done. Okay, let's move on to something else."
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, that's a really good answer. I think Carl Living. Um, I was actually gonna, tell, you know, kind of toe the line, and say Rick. Rick getting the proper comic. You know the full comic run, um but I think the car- Carl is a more egregious sort of um error with that show because I think Carl being around especially with Rick's death, would have meant more um yes and yes, yeah, and Carl you're, and you're, Judith you're, living you're, would you're, have been fantastic i think you're
1: ex- you're expressing everything that i i that that I wanted to say, so
0: yeah I think if you if we're looking outside of The Walking Dead and maybe looking at um like a video game or something uh resident evil 6 just not, shouldn't exist i think probably that's what i would say that's the biggest thing i changed about resident evil series that game was bad um yeah anyway
1: and and uh, uh boss tuna or cole again in discord asks us says who is your daddy and what does he do uh my dad shares the same name as me so chances are if you google me you probably might find him too um, <laughs> and uh if you could go back in time seriously though and change one major plot point or character death who or what would it be and why and uh i think we just oh, nailed that i, I was t- just
0: going to say uh i should have screened these ahead of time cuz that's that's kind of the same question i um, well it's it's close i think uh no I, I mean we kind of answered it with the other question but one major pop or, yeah, like, yeah, Carl's death, that's a big one.
1: Um, the other the, the other death that I would probably change is um wh- uh what's her name? the one who's on Star Trek Discovery now. Oh, um Sasha. Sasha, I would have changed Sasha's death, not necessarily not killed her off. I just thought her death was uninteresting.
0: Yeah, like she did she, she commit did they- suicide, right?
1: she get put in the box and then they brought her back and let her walk out as a zombie. And it was the big reveal. And I she was like, took ah. the,
0: the, the poison from Eugene was the,
1: yes, yeah, it was stupid. And it was it, it, like, I didn't feel it was on a eventful. I didn't think it was memorable. I didn't think I, I felt that there was a, there was so much better a way they could have made her go out. And they kind of just went in. Eh. I was but like, the end Oh, of that
0: season is pretty good. Right? Like it's, it's That's Ricks okay. it ricks down again like he you know he's about Carl's about to, oh, am I thinking of the, no I'm thinking of a different season never mind yeah you are I'm mixing it together um yep. man They're there were a couple up. of gate crashers but Negan wasn't there yes there was <laughs> oh man okay well uh maybe you're right maybe that would be a, a good one to re revisit um I'm trying to think of another one like walking dead such is such an easy one uh because because it is a show filled with deaths you know what Dale give give give, let dale continue to exist in the walking dead i know he he was really upset with what happened with um uh frank darabont he just wanted out of the show
1: he's like nope kill me i'm done um Uh, another one would be madison bring madison back to fear the walking dead because we never actually saw her die oh man you know if they wanted
0: to they could totally just bring her back like she died on
1: screen like i don't get it You know, there's still rumors floating around on message boards that she's coming back eventually. I hope she doesn't
0: because they, they kind of shut it down with like you talk about. So here's the thing, like with all these time jumps and stuff, it just it makes your job harder in explaining how these characters come back. Like Rick being gone for what is it? Eight years. It's yeah. just you have to explain that absence. And it's the longer you wait, the tougher it is to explain. And they may nail the explanation. But who knows, right? It's It makes yep. your job harder. And you're right. Madison living or at least having an on-screen death would have probably given us, um, would be interesting to see. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyways, we've got one last set of questions here from uh, Tal via Discord. Uh, question number one. Uh how about best Walking Dead season or episode and favorite Walking Dead character? I want to hear Lou's teeth grinding. Um uh, season one, episode one. <laughs> it's a good episode. That's a good episode. If you had to pick a whole season, what would you pick? Season one. Yeah. It's tight.
1: It delivers on what it's trying to deliver. It did everything I was excited for. It told me story from the comic. It introduced a few new characters that weren't in the comic. That got me excited. And it was six episodes. I was so excited that there was going to be a show on TV that was only six episodes. Mm-hmm. And then we got season two and it ran for like 18. And I wanted to beat my head against the wall.
0: <laughs> I think for me, when I think about uh, episodes, or let's go seasons. So the season where it was half Wrapping up the governor and half the journey to Terminus. I really like that season. It's one of my favorite seasons, um, cause it ends in such a, a badass cliffhanger where it's like, you know, they're, they're effing with the wrong group situation. And then in terms of episode, I'd probably pick, there's a couple of episodes in, in the Terminus season where they wrap up. I was impressed with how fast they wrapped up Terminus. I think that first episode in that season is really good. And then there's the other episode where the hunters are coming back after they destroy Terminus, uh, where, where they take out, they ultimately take out the hunters and they, and they, and that was also a really good episode.
1: That was a a good season.
0: Yeah. Those are some really good seasons in there. And I mean, if you're looking at post Frank Darabont, I think it's the best ones and the most, um, the most consistent in terms of quality like there are good episodes in these past seasons but it's kind of i think angela kang has kind of brought the show back a bit but um
1: uh, i would say uh one thing i would say is i think my least favorite part of the show was the governor stuff i i think the governor out war is welcome um and uh, i think that, that that was probably my least favorite part of the stuff
0: yeah they tried to bring it they tried to take another crack at it with they, they, the...
1: took, they, they took andrea which was an interesting character in the comic book and oh, they literally yeah. just made her like whine on camera left and right she was recently interviewed um about something some other project she's doing And they brought up something about the walking dead. And she said that the original script had her and Rick ending up together and the governor stuff. But then the writing in the episodes got so bad that the viewers really wanted her dead because they just didn't want her around anymore. (laughs) And that was why they got rid of her. Yeah. That she was originally supposed to still be in the show. Yeah.
0: I, I would have loved to see her continue in the show. I mean, speaking of another character that really got, I mean, they, they, she was the scapegoat for some reason. I, 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 I think that's why they they took another crack at the governor with him kind of trying to
1: i he, was excited yeah. when they did that redeeming episode where he was like a hero again i was like oh this is awesome and then by the end of the episode he's the villain again i was like oh yeah
0: like he's hey. he's he's broken right so like anyways yeah. you can't i guess you can't fix a fix a broken governor then, i don't know
1: Tao has another question
0: yes so he says also, also is, oh go ahead
1: I was going to say, what is the best fun you've had making this show? What is one movie or show, or was it a, was it a, when you, back when you did Dead Decisions with Fire extinguisher and Nunchucks, perhaps? Uh, and uh, I, I don't have a, a best moment of the show or favorite moment of the show. Uh, I'm always just excited every week, <laughs> every two weeks that we do this show. Uh, to me, this is kind of like, this is like, icing on a cake from like a really bad week where I'm like, Oh man, I get to talk about zombies and nobody in my real life ever wants to talk about zombies. Uh, um, <laughs> it, would,
0: it would be funny if after all this like retrospective and answering all these questions, like, yep, well, that's our last episode. <laughs> Just kidding. It's <laughs> not our last um,
1: episode. So I, I, and I should say in, in all honesty, during, <laughs> during my everyday life, except to annoy my wife when I talk about zombies, <laughs> um, which by the way, she, she humors me very much so and and she does watch a lot of the same stuff I do but she wants sit through walking dead with me um I, most people in my in my real life even my real friend, my my close friends I bring up zombie stuff and they just roll their eyes at me um my father-in-law has tried to get into zombie stuff so that he understands what the hell I'm talking about half the time uh he now texts me three or four times a year with some crazy zombie movie he's watching, thinking he's going to surprise me. And then I usually explain to him who the director was, why it was shot, where it was shot and who's in the film and why it's important to zombie culture. And then he usually goes, ah, okay. I,
0: uh, I I will say this. I, I have a similar, you know, I'm not as, I'm not a diehard, a super diehard zombie fan, but I, I really, Walking dead is what really brought me into it. And I've appreciated all the additional zombie content that I've been able to digest because of this show. Um, and I appreciate everyone. And it's kind of the reason we, we would do all these extra segments and, and, uh, do our extra life stuff. But my favorite, moment in making the show was a audio commentary we did for dead snow 2 (laughs) in in which mid show and there are plenty of them we even talked about you know our interview with with lauren um with the walking dead cookbook that was another one of my favorite episodes we've done but in terms of favorite moment it was when as we were watching dead snow 2 and we're doing a synced audio commentary recording and midway through the movie we realized oh the canadian netflix is serving the norwegian version (laughs) of dead snow Two, So I'm watching a different cut of the movie of what Lou and Bob, and it, it's a slow revelation as you watch it. So it, it's not something you realize right away. It's like these little hints of like, what are you talking about? What are you seeing? I don't see that. And not only
1: that but the American version is way more gorier and actually like 20 minutes longer yeah. than. We well, no, done. it
0: was, it was really close. Like it was just, there was just a couple moments where, and maybe there was a, a sync issue near the end of the show but uh i one of my and yeah like earlier stuff like fire extinguisher nunchucks when we were doing there's a reason we retired weapon of choice dead decision it was just so hard to come up with
1: we did it for things. what we did it for what like 75 episodes or something like that i oh man it
0: wouldn't surprise me if it lasted that long just the way i i struggled to retire stuff but uh
1: and 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 after that it it, it There's only so many improvisational weapons you can discuss before it really becomes stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, um, anyways, like it's been fun to have this trip down memory lane. We'll we'll end the show with one last question, which Lou, I would like to get your take on this as well. But finally, how does Ryan convince his wife to let him play so many games with so many kids in the house? This is something I really struggle with. So I'm looking for tips from a master. Um, I mean this gonna this is gonna apply to to uh to any any setup and it really just it comes down to the fact that uh Ashley and I we just it's it's all about balance. Um I'm sure, I will admit this, I'm sure and, and again, like if Ashley's listening to this, I'm sure there are moments where, yes, um Ryan is playing too many video games, uh, or Ryan needs to cut back so that he can help out once the kids go down. But once the kids go down, seven o'clock we have our, So anybody who doesn't have kids yet or is getting to the point where they're starting to sleep train their kids, don't listen to people who put their kids to bed at 9 o'clock at night. That's that's why you don't have free time. <laughs> you know? Our kids go down at 7, and I'm going to hold on to that as long as possible.
1: <laughs> Ryan and I had a long discussion before we recorded the episode tonight where we talked about sleep training to chil- our children, and I said, Violet is officially sleeping at 6.30 at night. And and I don't have to do my first feeding until like one or two o'clock in the morning. I call that a win. I can start getting up at six a.m. again and uh, feeling like I slept. So, woo to having to go back to work here in a few a few more weeks. Yeah,
0: and and uh, yeah, so that's that's the that's the biggest secret is we just you know um, we we make sure the kids uh, we we've always been very good about making sure the kids go down uh, and they're, they're in bed by seven. Um, where that, where the struggle comes in is less about video games and more about, you know, when we go to a, someone's house and they don't serve dinner at five o'clock, uh, it's like, well, if the kids don't eat by five thirty, like you've thrown the whole schedule off and then we have to deal with that. So that's been the biggest struggle there is like trying to explain to people why we eat at five o'clock with the kids is so they can go down at seven, which I know isn't going to last forever, but when it, when When it ends, I hope that's overlapping with you know that I'm able to enjoy time with the kids and, and play video games with the kids, but also have our own free time while the kids are still awake. so I know there is that it, there's going to be a I,
1: point where it changes. I, I am envious of you, sir, because as a child, I had no bedtime yeah well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. I had no bedtime um my I have insomnia, I've had insomnia since I was a little child. Uh, my mother gave up on trying to make me go to bed at seven o'clock, eight o'clock when I was about six or seven years old. And from that point on, it became, you can just stay up till you want to go to bed. And so I would go to bed at three o'clock in the morning and get up at six and go to school.
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing too, is like, it it all, it all comes down to. Ashley's support as well of me being able to play video games of me being able to to have the time to enjoy this content. And and I do play far less games than I used to, and I've accepted that fact. That's the other thing. If you listen to my my other podcast, The Gamers In, where I'm talking about new games all the time, there very rarely do I finish a game or very rarely do I complete a hundred percent of a game. Um it's just it's not possible with my schedule, right? So there have been sacrifices on both the content side and the uh, and the free time side, but you know it's it's about balance, and it's about making sure that you're not taking away too much time um, from from spending time. Like I don't play I I play some games with the kids, so there is some overlap there, but uh, pretty much all day, like I'm I'm focused on family, and then when the kids go down, I try to find some time to to play games. Although you know, mind you, it's uh, again, it all comes down to balance that is the trick
1: you sir are not like me and do not have a thousand hours in stardew valley
0: no i don't i i think like there are also (laughs) other times where um like the last of us part two like it'll very much be like a conversation with Ashley, like hey i want to want to stay up a little later tonight to finish this game or play this game um probably for the next two weeks i'm going to be like in deep with this game um so i like hopefully that's okay, and then we have that conversation. Like it's all about a, a conversation, and yes, with three kids, like it's it's tough. But when you get them to go to bed early enough, there is there is Just enough free time before you fall asleep.
1: <laughs> so Ryan, why don't you close us out?
0: Yes, we have been going long. Lou, you you uh, you cursed us by saying right. this won't be a long uh, episode. Yep, <laughs> uh, but we are going to end it there. Thank you so much to everybody who wrote in, and uh, the the catalyst for the show was basically to catch up on emails. So. Really happy we did that. So if you have a question you didn't get it in for this episode, send it in, and we'll talk about it on the next episode. Uh, that's that's how emails work. You can also join our Discord. We got some fun people in our Discord, and I think I I, I shouted out uh, uh, a different person last. So I'll, I'll talk. You know, Boss Tuna was someone who emailed in. Ralby, I think was another person emailed in. They're in our Discord: bitly Discord. So if you want to have conversations with like-minded folks that have written in today, you can do that at our Discord. Um, and we talked about our Patreon. We are going to be revamping our Patreon very soon, offering more uh, rewards that are attainable and uh, can fit right into the show, all snugly and warm, and, and hopefully uh, you guys dig those. Patreon.com slash Zombies Ate My Podcast. Uh, you can find all of our cool stuff on our website, ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com. recently revamped, talking about revamped, that thing got an upgrade. You can email us, like everyone else did, info at ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at Zombies Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, and you can also find me on Twitter, at R. Murphy, and Lou at lord. Quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can check out more of his stuff at JoelDuggan.com. This has been Zombies Ate My Podcast, and Lou, take us out with some lovely, lovely wisdom.
1: I was right. It's coming to an end. Thank God.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've only been recording for an hour, but it hasn't been that bad, has it?
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about Walking Dead. (laughs) Damn it.
0: Yeah. All right. It's ending. We did it.